off with Kramer here once again, and today we're going to talk about the Major League Baseball. Something fun about Major League Baseball is coming up here in a few weeks, starting October 1st, we're going to have the postseason starting, and that's one of my favorite times of the year, October. You have the postseason going on for Major League Baseball. It's the most crucial game. It's probably the best baseball you'll probably see throughout the entire season. Granted, there's a few games during regular season that are exceptionally one of the probably one of the best games of the season. But you find those crucial moments and big impacts, players coming up out of nowhere, maybe those role players that you see for a team, always someone always steps up at the time when they needed most, kind of like last year during the World Series, Stephen Pierce of the Boston Red Sox stepped up great and heavily to help the Boston Red Sox win the World Series. And I like watching that. I'm a Cardinals fan. David Freeze, back in 2011, what he did throughout the entire postseason was amazing and stellar. He had a subpar regular season, but then once the postseason kicked in, you see that. And that's what's coming on October 1st. Postseason of Major League Baseball is happening. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Once again, baseball coming towards the end. You got football in full swing and and hockey as well. (laughs) I'm a hockey fan too, so it's always fun that way. But before we get into some of the main topics, such as the baseballs and Major League Baseball for today, I want to talk about some some notable stuff that happened yesterday, which is fun. It's always a romantic baseball. That's the thing. I'm going to get to that romantic part right now. There's always, in sports, there's always those little things that mean the most when they, sometimes it doesn't, to the normal fan or to the normal average person, it doesn't mean anything at all. Starting with yesterday, Mike Yastrzemski, who is the left fielder for the San Francisco Giants, hit a home run at Fenway Park. And if not many people know that, that that may just be, oh, it's just another home run that's happened with all the three billion, it seems like, this year, that how many home runs have been hit. But the, the, the main thing of this is Mike's grandfather is one of the greatest, I would say one of the, one of the greatest Boston Red Sox players to have came through. His number is retired as well is that Carl Yastrzemski, and he kind of, it was the 60s, his grandfather played there, and he was one of the best players there. And 34 years ago was the last time Carl hit a home run in Fenway Park, and his grandson, Mike, hit hit a home run at Fenway Park, his first time there playing in Fenway Park, which is, that's in the fourth inning, that's awesome. But that's that's something that I love seeing about baseball. It's the little things, the little romantic things that you see in sports. That's one of them. That's that's one of my plain highlighted points of hey, this is awesome. Baseball is an amazing, beautiful sport. It may be long to some fans, but I think it's the perfect right time. But that, that speaking of long, that game that that happened where uh, Mike Shrimsky hit a home run in that was like almost six hours long. It lasted it lasted fifteen innings. That, that's ridiculous. That's, that's a long baseball game, but I would stick, stick through all of that. But Mike Kipstrinsky, first time playing in Boston, hits a home run where his grandfather tore it up there. That That's awesome. And the funny thing is, before the game started, you see him, his grand, uh, Carl and Mike walking out to left field. Where, of course, that's where the monster is in Boston. Pretty much saying, hey, just watch out for this, watch out for that, which that's cool too. Because being a baseball player as myself, I would, of course, I'm a first baseman, so I would always, every single time before I get to the field, always survey first base, look for the divots, look for all the the mishaps, maybe the hole out in front of the grass or whatever it is. But that's cool. 
knowing that the field hasn't really changed at all at any point in time, except for adding seats there in Boston, of course. But having his grand, grandfather go out there towards and just say, hey, watch out for here, watch out for there, that's it. That's cool. That's awesome. That's That shows you why baseball is America's pastime and why baseball is a beautiful sport that more people should get heavily invested in because so many storylines can happen out of it, and it's so beautiful. Another one that hits not to home for me, but watching Craig BGO play growing up as a kid was amazing, plus a Cardinals fan. He'd always tore it up against the Cardinals. His son, Kevin Biggio, is in the major leagues. He's 24 years old, and yesterday he hit for the cycle, which was was quicker than when Craig actually hit for the cycle. He was 36 years old when he got that. But it's cool just to have a, a father-son moment possibly being shared that, hey, we both hit hit for the cycle. Now, that's cool. It's kind of like going back with Griffey Sr. and Griffey Jr. back-to-back home runs. That's that's another romantic thing of Major League Baseball happening. So two families have shared two same things that they've done. One was for the cycle. One was hitting a home run at Fenway Park. What more can we see from Major League Baseball? Let's see. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to see Vladimir Guerrero and Guerrero Jr. play at the same time. That'd be fun. That I feel like I feel like Guerrero Jr. can still go. Well, no, of course Guerrero Jr. can still go because he's in the major leagues. But Guerrero Sr. I feel like he can still go. That, that dude, that, that guy can hit anything. He hit the ball off the ground. Um, it can be a two-hopper to him from the pitcher, and he could probably still hit it. But those are the, the main points I wanted to touch on before we get to the actual main topic, which that main topic for today is juiced balls. Are they really juiced, or is it just players yeah, being faster, bigger, and stronger? Honestly, they're juiced balls. You can't you can't tell me that there isn't juiced balls from this because studies have shown that well not even studies have shown we've seen the numbers of how many home runs produced and there's a lot I don't know I don't know the actual number because it keeps on growing because baseball is actually being played right now and it, it seems like it happens every single time even that person you don't expect hitting ten home runs like Tommy Edmond the St Louis Cardinals he has ten home runs now he just hit one today against Alf Max Scherzer. The ball is jumping off the bat at an alarmed rate. That is that it is good for baseball, but it's also hurting baseball for a, for a particular reason. It is causing more injuries, from what I believe and what I've been watching and what I've been seeing. Yes, they've done something to the ball to where it flies off the bat. It's bringing more people to watching baseball because there's more home runs being hit. And that's something that will drive ratings, will drive people to the park to say, hey, maybe I could possibly catch a home run ball. But it is hurting the players, and it's also hurting the fans. You've seen a, a notice of uprise of fans being hurt by the ball from it being either a foul ball that's lined out, and now they're extending the netting on fences, like such as, like if I go to, I go to Kansas City Rolls games, and the netting is extended beyond Towards the end of the regular dugout, but they're trying to propose a new a new netting to where it goes to the other other dugout as well, to where it's it, it's not as it's not going to be directly. It, you're being closer to the plate, and that's where the ball's going to be hit harder to if it's a foul ball. And it's closer to that fan or fans. So if it's extend the netting, which is going to be a, a normal thing, then it's going to be safer for the fans and people to view the game without being hit or struck by a foul ball, which that's good. But the fact that 
these baseballs, these juiced baseballs, if you want to say, are hurting the fans, and that's the number one priority because you want fans in the seats. It's how you get paid. But it's also hurting your all your all star players, your MVP candidates, because one of them took a foul ball off the kneecap and fractured his kneecap. And that's Christian Yelich. Yes, there's some good things takeaways of this juiced balls, but there's also bad things because there's a there's a big big rise of players fracturing their shins, uh, bone bruises, ankle injuries, kneecap injuries to where they're fouling the ball. They're going in front of the, the baseball and it's coming straight down to where their front leg is, and that's what's causing these injuries. And the big one was Christian Yelich, and he is in the MVP race, and now since he is done for the season with two weeks left where he has these ex- phenomenal numbers right now, it's probably going to go to the way of Cody Bellinger of winning the winning the MVP this year because of being hurt. It's, it, that'd be a fun little thing going back and forth if Cody Bellinger did this. Ooh, Pete Alonso's coming up. Maybe it's down to Pete Alonso and Cody Bellinger. But then the, adding the three people in there with Cody Bellinger, excuse me, Christian Yelich, that would actually be a better thing to watch, and more people will want to watch to see what these guys can do and produce the plate, not in a night out until the season's over. That's the that's the baseball I want to see. I that's maybe it's just them three. Without these juiced balls, they'd still have excellent seasons and excellent possibly careers if these juiced balls still stay, or if they don't. There, there there's just a lot of implications with these and new things that are going to happen with the change of baseballs. If you're going to tell me that there's no such thing as juiced balls, you look at the numbers of home runs that were hit in AAA with last year's baseball, and then they gave the MLB baseball to the AAA guys, and you see the home runs produced then. I'm pretty sure the average ERA for a starting pitcher in AAA right now is at like a 4 or 4 above. That's high. And... Teams are going to look at that and say maybe some call-ups are going to happen. And like, oh, this pitcher has a 4.8 ERA, but he's also 10-2. and two. So what's his problem? He's also gave up about 13, not even 13 home runs in the past four games he's pitched. But they're hitting the ball. They're hitting this baseball with authority, or they're hitting it because it's lighter. Or I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you would put into a baseball to make it fly further. And also another thing, it may not be the juice balls. My opinion, it might also be climate change. I don't know if climate change is real or, or not. That's a topic for another discussion. But with it being warmer, every more warmer, less cold, the ball always travels when it's warm. Well, that's that's a proven study. Or if it's light air, like Colorado or Arizona, there's something with these baseballs, and it's good that they're extending the netting. It's bad that. It's hurting fans. Well, of course it's bad hurting fans, but it's bad when it's hurting players because they're out there trying to destroy the baseball. Maybe you see more baseball players with protective knee. I'm not going to say you're going to wear a wear a catcher's knee shin guard. You're not going to wear that as a batter. Maybe you have a little knee pad on there at the top of uh, your front knee that's underneath maybe. Because I, I know my my sliding shorts had a little knee pad type, a little tiny knee pad. It's not well, not not a big knee pad, but I always wore a shin guard too because I was I didn't want my shins being hit. Uh, it's baseball is fun, but baseball can be serious and it can also hurt you. And these baseballs are hurting the players. They're hurting the fans. 
So Major League Baseball has improved something. It been made, I haven't seen the the actual numbers of viewership of watching this season. Haven't seen it all, but I, I assume that it's up because of how many home runs are being hit, and it's a lot. They they've already broke the record of how many home runs hit in a season. That is ridiculous, and there's a few more weeks left where a couple hundred more will be hit. They'll probably be hit hit. By Friday, there'll probably be 200 home runs hit. I, I'm going to say that. That's probably a, that's a that's a hot take right there, but it's not surprising. So as I alluded to earlier, the playoffs, the postseason, if you want to say, are coming in on October 1st, and that's in a few weeks. There's uh, some teams that are in the AL wildcard race, and there's some teams in the NL wildcard race. The AL is kind of narrowed down to three teams, uh, so of course one of those teams are not going to make it. And it seems like it's almost wide open for the National League. By, I went by five games total. Boston Red Sox are eight games out of uh, the wild card right now, so I eliminated them from the AL wild card contention. But the American League, you see the Athletics, Rays, and Indians. And out of the three of those teams, one of them, of course, is not going to make it. And I believe that team is probably the Cleveland Indians. They, this is one of the most inconsistent teams that we've seen, they uh, they go through slumps. This team has gone through slumps that are not that great, but they battled back. the The first two months of the season were not that were not great for them, but they ended up making it way back. The Minnesota Twins are still the Minnesota Twins. That's probably the only route that they're going to try to get in order to get to that postseason is getting to beating Minnesota. That's something you're going to have to do. Athletics and Rays are my go-to game of, of course, the Athletics are going to be the home game. And they actually might beat the Rays in order to take on the Yankees, and so that's how that, that's how my mind is right now. National League, National League wild card, it's set up between the Nationals, Cubs, Brewers, Phillies, Mets, and the Diamondbacks. The Cubs and Brewers are, I believe, four, uh, four games out of first place with the Cardinals. Uh, last time I checked last night, the Cardinals had a two-game lead on the Cubs, but they also lost to the Nationals, so that might have went down to a game and a half or one game. So it is close. For the Cubs and Brewers, if they want to make it in, they have to defeat the Cardinals. That's something that's easily can can be done. And, uh, yeah, as the Braves are in first place of the National League East, so the Nationals are going to try to have to make that wild card spot or even dethrone the Braves. That's that's what's odd with these five games differential of the wild cards where these teams can easily take on their number one team in their division, but minus the Dodgers. The Dodgers are the Dodgers are winning games. That's what they're doing. They're going to make it to the postseason. They'll probably lose in the postseason to like every single time they make it. Probably might be the first round this year. It would not be surprising if they lose to a wild card team because that's they're set to be number one. If the league ended today, yes, if the league ended on the 18th of September, here are your teams that would actually be in the postseason, classified as the postseason. The New York Yankees in the American League at one, they would be taking on the wild card game of the Athletics or Rays. The two would be the Astros, the three would be the Twins. And now moving on to the National League, the number one would be the Dodgers. The wild card game would be fought between the Nationals and the Cubs. The number two team in the National League would be the Braves. The number three team would be the Cardinals. If that would, if that were the way it would ended, this would be a fun postseason. The, this, uh, all these teams this entire year have been great. 
I know the Nationals and Cubs. Nationals are playing the Cardinals right now, but a Nationals Cubs game would be. I, I would enjoy that. Any time to see the Cubs go up against probably they'll probably of course throw Max Scherzer in that wild card game because why wouldn't you if the wild card game you need to go on to the next game? I would love to see Max Scherzer shut down the Cubs. I would love that. I do not want the Cubs going far in any type of postseason anymore in their entire lifespan of however long that will be as a team. But I, if that's this is how it's going to happen, I would love it. And if between this would be my World Series pick, my World Series and the series in the whole, then I'd give you the pick this bit was today. Give me in the American League, I would take the Twins taking on the Braves. I know it's odd to think ooh, the Minnesota Twins could possibly make the postseason. This is a good team. This is a team that hits home runs. This is a team that they, pitching is decent. It's not the greatest, but their their hitting is always phenomenal. It's where they would actually make it far because of their hitting. I think they. I, I know the Astros have so much loaded talent on that team, and they're such a good uh, pitching staff. Everything, but. I bet the guys will step up for Minnesota and they'll get past those Astros. I really do. And with the Braves taking on the Cardinals, the Cardinals pitching staff is, yeah. You got Flaherty and Hudson, who has been the workhorses since the All-Star break for the Cardinals. And I'm not trying to be the, the homer, like the homer side of picking the Cardinals, but the Braves are young. They're talented. So let's see what they can do. I know last year they didn't make it past the Dodgers. But it might be different for them. They might start that fire. And this is that's the World Series I want to see. Of course, I want to see the Cardinals in the World Series. Of course, everybody wants to see their team in the World Series. Maybe it happens. I would love that. I as a I would love that because the last time the World Series was in Missouri, the Kansas City Royals won, and good for them. They deserved it. But let's take the Cardinals back on top to saying, hey, the last World Series was the Cardinals who won it. And I would I would love to see another I seventy World Series. The way that the Royals are right now are building their their farm systems have won four championships from their leagues just towards the end of the season that is that is ridiculous so you know there's some great talent coming up for that royal system and that's good to see and good to know that's coming for them but that will do here for this major league baseball edition of teed off with kramer hope you enjoyed it coming up later on we're going to see this will probably come out tomorrow the oakland raiders preview against the Minnesota Vikings, and a lot more to come. Stay tuned, and I hope you enjoyed it. Once again, this is Teed Off with Kramer.